You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. gentlemen and lowlifes and caesar torres welcome to another you can't even pronounce the rendition of emo brown your highness favorite podcast brought to you by the my grito industry brand of all brands and the beautiful people at grasshopper ghbuds.com for all your recreational and medicinal needs what do you get with that emo brown card marijuana 15 percent off oh, the appropriate answer. you've had some marijuana so you have a pass but bring that legit shit man because if it don't clack that shit is whack oh my god Sometimes I'm afraid to sit in the room when my parents are there because they're always observing me. Today is similar. I'll okay. go a little bit like that. We have our parents. The Emo Brown parents are here today. <laughs> Los jefes. El compa Rob y el compita Oscar directamente de Santa Ana and bringing the My Grito Industry flavor to the studio. Welcome, boys. What's up? Bienvenidos. Gracias. Gracias. Ooh, shit. The extended applause. I, I, I want to make sure that shit like, goes, oh, 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 oh. It? it wouldn't be a My Grito Industry podcast right. episode unless we had some My Grito in the background. So we're going to have Las Calacas playing through the background. Boys, bienvenidos. You've been here before. Mm-hmm. For all of those who don't know that they've been here before, go back. I'll link you to the first episode. But today is Metiche Monday. So we put out some questions and we got some. Be ready. But first, let's get through this list of people who support and make this thing of ours the thing of ours. Newbies. I got a couple of newbies in here, bro. Oh, yeah, 120 now? Dude, I don't... 122. <laughs> Roberto Cortez, bienvenido. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson is the homie, dude. Tell me about him. He's the homie. El compita... He's helped us on the golf events. He's here with Rice or Death. I saw him here for the... For the... Uh, my Pristo... The, the drop, dog. It, good dude. Welcome to this crew. Willie Reese. My insurance guy. <laughs> all right? Willie's insurance. Local as fuck. We're He's working, the guy. Working on his new beer system. Tony Marroquin, El Compita David, Jose Uribe, Liz Lopez, Mrs. Aubrey Espinosa, Diego Luna, Ernesto Quintero, The Nurse Navarro, Terry Kiever, Tony Yu, Sonia, Sarah Stoll, Caesar Seat 5 Fernandez. You hear that? Hey, I enunciate. Cool. I'm crisp. I'm clean. You can understand me. De Colotito Barbón. Bianca Belmonte, Martin Casas, Mason Inocentes, Sir Alex Rivera, Matthew Echavarria, Roxana, Theo Collins, that's my godson, Omar Sanchez, Abby Heilbron, Brian Vong, I'm coming tomorrow, homie. Make that shit happen. Ricky Rowe, Elias Delgado, Eric Ruiz, Maddie, El Compa Juan, Cologeno. <laughs> Somebody named it. Well done. It's probably droopy. <laughs> Bill Luke, <laughs> Arcadio Mora, JC1, Pablo Cacahua. Pablo Cacahua, this bro. bro. Some motherfuckers go above and beyond the call of duty when it comes to like being part of the social members club, yeah. bro. And he he's one of those. Dude. He was here handing out wristbands for the Foos Gone Wild drop, going up. He's a stud. BJ Esbera, stud as well. Uh, Mike Bibi, not a stud. Evelyn Bernardi, <laughs> LJP, Nicholas Coker, Giovanni Cor. Oh, man, I can say this now. 
For all of you wondering, Emo Brown is now officially trademarked and copywritten. Thank you, Giovanni yeah. Correa, Tacos del Vaquero, Ben Bikes for Beers, Hexes, Felipe Merraz, Tony Watt, Maggie Brennan, Beatriz Uribe. Look at I switched the page awesome. while I while I said her name, so I didn't so, so I didn't have to say please hold for page two. Okay. Wow, bitch, I'm learning, <laughs> bitch, I'm learning. <laughs> Chef Claudia, Chef Claudia, let me tell you about Chef Claudia. Chef Claudia is going to be here February 12th. Two days before Valentine's Day. And two days after the release of MasterChef Latino, the premiere. We were going to have her that week as well for Metiche Monday, mm -hmm. leading up to all those things. Because on the 12th, she's going to do a pop-up here for Valentine's Day. So El Cochito de Oro is going to be out here. I think she did a pre-sale. Hey yeah, it sold out. I think it sold out. It sold out. Put some respect on her name. Valeria Tapia, Mikey Ferrar, Justin Seleska, Aaron Hill, Matt Lawson, April, Kiki Montalo, Enrique El Freshman Munguia, another motherfucker that goes above and beyond the Call of Duty. Erica, the party planner Mendoza. Ah, I see what you did there. Alberto El Small Teeth, Ozzy, Kevin, Michelin, Oscar, Giovanni, Adriana El Abuelo, Marino El Compita Gomez, Izzy, Muskies, Daniel, Selena, Breath for Effect, Brendan, Sal Maldonado, Josh Dexter, Dickie Islands, Aisha Ali, Bridget, Anaya, Carla Caro, Hector Parra, TKO Deli. I want to go visit their, their new stop, their it store already? tomorrow. Okay. So I want to bring him in, have him promote it, do their thing. He said, he was flirting with us and saying, I'd like to accept the Emo Brown card. Okay, let's do it. Sarah Salas, Liquor Store Mike, Sonia Baca, Robert La... Ooh, Robert Lara. People are slowly starting to hate you, Mr. Fucking Question of the Week. <laughs> Denise Moreno, Jerry Jimenez, Antonio Brito. Don't laugh too hard over there, my grito boys. It's coming your way. I'm uh -oh. sure of it. Angel Fish. Hernandez, Scott Donaghy, El Compa Champ Juarez, Chupacabras Ben, Jeffy Lowe, Oscar Kimo Cantaran, Fernando El Doyer Arce. His kid is going to come on yeah. the podcast in the next couple of weeks. All him and wifey here over the weekend. They were here hanging out. El Compa ranting with Ramos, our LBC Connect, Alex, Samantha, La Reina, Paul Castell. I did it again. See, I expanded the last name in order for it to load, and it did. Jay Escobar, Lieutenant Hoyos, El BFF Gonzalez, who just texted me to tell me, hey, I really like chorizo burritos. Thank you, man. Thanks for the text, he bro. He stopped everything. Jason Alloran, D-Rod, Christian Moreno, Rodrigo, Fernanda Gesbera, Amy, Ernesto Moreno, Prius makes me puke, Ben, Junior Sierra, formerly of the... <laughs> this motherfucker has gone on two bike rides and has gone a total of like a mile and a half on both of them. And you chased him all the way to dude, Texas, Dude, and he bro. stops. You yeah. chased him all the way to Texas. He'll be back. El Compa Gavin, El Compita Tom Phillips, Veronica Rocha, Alex Aguilar, Johnny G. Gennaro, Cesar Torres... Estela Davila, Ruben Lopez. All right, guys. That's a long fucking list. It is. We appreciate each and every one of you, except for Mike Beebe. Um, we'll continue to grow this thing with or without him. <laughs> I got nothing against Beebe. Yeah, I got I zero can't. against Beebe. You'd be hard-pressed to tell me otherwise. Member roll call is always fun. It's 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 like when we get an opportunity is, just to talk a little bit, talk a little bit of shit, and I and, and and I get to go over each name and be like, yes, I know this person. I don't know this person. Okay. I should know this person. Yeah, a couple of them I've discovered who they are after like you've had me read them off, and I'm like, oh shit. Do you know who's not on there? Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Grito Industries. <laughs> Awkward. What's going on, boys? <laughs> What's good in the hood today? Well, like, you know, Mas, trying to now, I guess, join uh, the Discord, no? Hey, man, uh, you got to get jumped in if you're going to do that, man. What brings awesome. you down here? Where are you coming down from? Give us a little bit of background, full government-issued name, and where you guys are from. Well, so, uh, I guess I'll go first. Go ahead. Uh, aquí estoy, Oscar Toledo from, mm. uh, I live in Huntington Beach, grew up in Santa Ana, um, and I'm very, uh, very grateful to be here with you guys. Thanks. 
We're happy to see your face again, man. It's always a friendly face. Gracias. Que onda, compa Rob? Lo mismo. Grew up in Santana, California. Currently live in Whittier. Nice, uh, where the girls are prettier. Well, that's what I heard, at least heard, on yeah, Saturday. Right? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's true. Is it? It's oh. true. <laughs> my, my wife doesn't listen to her. La señora no se Whittier. No, she, she loves cheap, man. She, she, well, she grew up in Costa Mesa. That's a long no, bro. Uh, that was a long house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're excited to be here, man. Thank you for having us back. I'm happy for, to get you guys in here. As soon as we, we uh, unveiled the announcement that... Uh, my Grito Industries was going to pick us up a podcast with no aspirations of ever being on anything and just kind of doing our own thing. And then you guys came and knocked them some dirt off of us and shook the cobwebs. And here we are. People had questions. You know, they were like, hey, what's going on? So we're going to address those because I did read a couple of them. Some of them do allude to that. Mm. But more importantly, man, you brought me a bottle of Desmadre Tequila. Yes. Cuéntame algo bonito de Desmadre. Uh, Desmadre Tequila, it's, it's owned by one of our close friends, uh, Marcos uh, Higareda, a uh, great dude. Um, he was actually part of De Leon Tequila, which is now currently being branded by El P. Diddy or Puff Daddy or whatever the whatever, fuck he goes by now. now. <laughs> I, I have some De Leon at the bar at the Elwood. It's uh, like a crystallized bottle with like a big old D on it, right? Yeah, it has yeah. A, I think the, the, the bottle cap was made by Chrome Hearts, I believe. Okay. That's still okay. the case. Nice. But uh, he went ahead and sold his interest, mm -hmm. got, got a nice little piece of coin, went back to Jalisco, looked at a couple different places. One tequila of the companies. official states where tequila can be produced. Absolutely. As you were, Señor Toledo. Absolutely. And uh, he came across this, this spot that was making this wonderful tequila, the Blanco, the Reposado, de Añeco. And he just talked to, to them about, hey, coming up with a brand. Here you have this madre. This madre is something that is, uh, his abuelito used to say a lot to him and the uh, multiple meanings that this madre has. I feel like this madre is like the Italian forget about it. And I say that así, también de así de pelado. It's like, so how's your day going? This madre. Hey, how's your, un pinche desmadre. It's like, it could just mean a lot of things, bro. Yeah, just like one of my favorite words that my dad uh, told me a lot. Orale. Orale. That and, and callate pendejo. Those oh, are shit. favorite words. Orale. Callate pendejo. Just so we're when somebody told me that in my household, I knew what it meant. Yeah. I got to look. My dad would always like, we'd say, pelar los dientes. Like he wouldn't say shit. So he would just show us his teeth and, and I'd be like, oh, I'm fucked. Like I didn't have to say, like at church, man, when I used to go to church, when I was a God-fearing young man, a little Catholic, and I would be in the pews, I would be looking up in Our Lady of Guadalupe and Barrio Logan, looking it up at the ceiling and counting all the, the different pieces of wood. And I was like, okay, one, two, how far am I going to get before it's over? And my dad would see me and just kind of look at me and I'd be like, oh, fuck, bro. Oh, that's all you need to from. this day, man. I'm fucking 42. That dude is 70 almost. He's how we thought. Uh, 69. He's going to, he looks at me and I'll be like, ching, so mad at him, bro. He's still, he, but, but my kids, pussycat. Oh, pussycat, bro. All of a sudden, pussy yeah. Conmigo un desmadre. Mm. With his nietos was un pinche pussycat. But I don't know if it's if it's like this for you guys, but para me growing up, and I would think for a lot of uh, Chicanos, Latinos, especially my parents being immigrants, at least when it came to discipline around the house, my mom was always the, for the most part, she handled, she held everything down. My brother, my sister and I, we fucked up. She's disciplining us. Yeah. My jefe only got involved when you're going to the principal's office. The major stuff. That's yeah. the fucking major yeah. stuff. That's when you know you're going to be limping or... Algo va a pasar. Talking with a lisp. Algo va a pasar. Damn. If it gets to hit. Where's your mom from? Where are your parents from? Uh, both of them are from Michoacan mm. by Morelia. Mm. What about yourself, Ms. Rob? Uh, lo mismo, Jalisco. Nice, bro. Yeah, my mom, uh, my dad... Well, that's my mom's side of the family. My dad was from uh, Mazatlán. Calmado. Porque todos son de Sinaloa, se supone. 
Not me. I'm from San Diego, Chula Vista. What about you, Caesar? Where are you from? Uh, Bonita, is that what you said? Yes, sir. All right, go ahead. Respect, man. Come on. <laughs> Hearing that attitude, say you're a cocksucker. <laughs> well, boys, since you're down here, we've started doing a little segment every week that we call My Weekly Grito. Yeah. What better way to do it this week than with the straight from the horse's mouth? Los jefes de los jefes. Los caballos. So let, let, let me hear you. Uh, what's going on? What is going on this week at My Grito Industries? Pues aquí, we have some very fucking good news. Hopefully you guys uh, mm. like this. Uh, last week, we just announced a new artist to the label, a new to the roster. Uh, her name is Maria Sanchez. Maria uh, Sanchez, bienvenida a la pesta. Go ahead and give her a follow on Instagram. You're going to find her as GroovyMS. Uh, so My Grito, we'll be releasing a new single with Maria that we're pretty pumped up about. Um, and we're also going to be coming out with a 45 this spring or late summer. Hey, dude, 45s, yeah. that's the new jam, right? That's Everybody wants a 45. Yeah. yeah. Can we release the podcast on the 45? How do we do that? Fuck, I don't know. Like the greatest hits. Just a bunch of drops, bro. Just a bunch of drops. Four, four minutes only because that's, that's all you can fit on it. Hey, that's all I'm good for in life, bro. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, so she's. Uh, we're gonna be releasing uh, for her first single. It's gonna be "Hey Love" with us. How exciting! Yeah, so that's gonna be pretty, pretty fucking amazing. So if your fans can give her a follow, give her a little love. Uh, Maria Sanchez, groovy, groovy underscore ms. Cool. Where's she from? Um, well, she she lives in. Uh, she lives in like the Riverside area, but okay. You know, but she's from she's L.A. You, know, you guys sign a lot of uh, Southern California, a lot of L.A. Yeah, base uh, artists. That's yeah, awesome. Trying, trying to keep it local, base man. You know. It's one thing I can guarantee you about our supporters; they will come out and follow and take care of. Uh, like, yeah. Like this band that's playing right now, Los Peranoyas, bro. I mean, they must think I know them. I get DMs all the time. Hey, man, when are you getting him on the podcast? Hey, when are you getting him down there? Yeah. Make it happen. Oh, so. they're they're excited, bro. I already told them that they they that you guys wanted to have them on here and also performing at the uh, IKEA Three Punk Ales. That's it's just weird. It's just a matter of you responding to my text, yeah. bro. Oh, no, I'm too busy, dog. I got I got too many things to do. <laughs> Como crees? I'll go point out his house right Damn. now. <laughs> there is no beef here. It's all over. Now we're playing the thread, but not to you directly, man. I know. Did, That's what I know. Do you text me directly? Yeah, bro. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, screen, I'll, I'll show you. I'll find it. I'll find it right now. <laughs> you know so what does, do you, you want? Know, him? You know who does respond? Beyonce, he'll be. Beyonce. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no man, uh, I think it's weird. Not that they want to play down here, but that bands in general want to play at the brewery. We're not a fucking venue. Like I just sat down and, and had a nice little text thread with somebody that represented one of the bands on a wiretap, uh, audio karate. And then the, I don't know if I'm letting the cat out of the bag too soon, but fuck it, they're gonna be playing down here on March 18th, releasing one of their new albums and. Uh, they, I've never dealt with a, 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 a what is it, an agent or anything. And they were asking me all these questions. I'm like, let me be upfront and forthright with you. We're a brewery. We don't have shows. And if we do have shows, it's because somebody locally really wants to play and we let them. So we don't have any PA system. We don't have anything. Zero. Less than zero needed to play a show. Now that you've heard my sales pitch, if you want to bring <laughs> any of your bands down here, bro, we'll definitely, we'll definitely do it, man. Well, the Paranoids are all about it. They're excited to come down here. También hablamos con Rundown Creeps, mm. uh, who are also opening up for uh, Audio Karate. Up north in LA. Because yeah, they're doing LA. one show down here. Uh-huh. And then they're doing the other show in LA, the Paramount. Paramount yeah. I've never been there. Is that that uh-huh. sounds like a like it's an awesome venue? It's a cool spot. I, I personally have never been there either, but I hear it's great. It looks, Is it the one off yeah. of Sunset? I think Bad Religion just uh, played there. If I'm not tripping, I'm not entirely sure. Bad Religion um, at the Paramount. That just sounds very familiar. Sounds right. <laughs> so it's exciting to have you guys in here. Yes. There's got to be more. It's exciting to have a a, a, a new member of the Migrito Industry family. For the artists, but what about for you guys on your side? What is it that uh, that 
keeps you going, signing new people? What is it that you look for? What is it that you, your ultimate expectation? Well, um, something that keeps us going, uh, I'll let Rob talk about the artist, but just in general, why we started the label. One of the reasons we started the label, it is because of charity work. And um, I mentioned on the last on the last podcast that we did three charity compilations called Mas Alto, Volume 1, 2, and 3. On the first one, the charity that we featured was Know Us Without You, which is a great company out of uh, Los Angeles. They help out a lot of immigrants, undocumented people that work in the back houses, oh, servicing yeah. restaurants, hotels that weren't getting any type of financial aid from the state when everything shut down. So that's Know Us Without You. Give them a follow on Instagram. Then we did the Esperanza Immigrants Rights Project, helping out, a lot, again, a lot of Raza Latinos and understanding how to become citizens here and helping them out with a lot of legal issues. So that was our second charity. Our third charity was the East Los Angeles Women's Center, which helps out primarily uh, Latinas. It's everybody, even men, that have uh, suffered uh, abuse, sexual abuse, and, and they give them the support, the aid that they need. So w- what gets us excited is now, now we're coming out with Volume 4. Oof. And we already have some bands that have said yes to be on the compilation. How often do you put these out? We try and put one out almost every, every quarter, every quarter, okay. every quarter or so. Quarterly releases. Yeah, so we're already reaching out to bands about lending us a song so we can put it on the compilation, understanding that 100% of the proceeds go to the charity that we decide on. Um, if there are any artists out there that are would like to participate in, in Volume 4, please reach out to us via Instagram, Facebook, or send us an email, either oscar at mygrito.net or rob at mygrito.net. But we wanted to uh, bring something up to you guys, see what you guys thought about it. So I mentioned the other three charities that we chose on the first three volumes. Volume four, we were actually thinking about, we know we thought hard about it. We had a lot of different options, charities that we looked at, but we thought the Emo Brown Foundation would be something that we should choose. We're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> no, hell yeah, man. That's, that's awesome. Totally, man. That's yeah, that's awesome. We... we we're only a year old. We're figuring it out, trying to establish go. ourselves. But man, it I get super excited when people say that they want to help our foundation now. We have another representative here in the community. Came to me this weekend during the release saying, hey man, like I really want to do something. We're going to do like a salsa event and we want you guys to be the uh, the organization that benefits. And I was like, cool, let's okay. sit down and let's chop it up. So you bringing this to us, man, thank you. Yeah. If anything, being on Migrito Industries for that reason alone, Worth its worth its weight in gold, my friend. Gracias a ustedes for creating this foundation. You guys have the breweries. You have this great podcast show. Nobody asked you guys to come up with the with the foundation. The foundation. That was something that you guys decided that you wanted to do more, give back to the community. And twenty years ago, probably not even a, a blip on the radar. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, tampoco. You know, and and I, I feel like for me, it happened as soon as we had kids. And then once the this the businesses that we started started getting a little bit more established, we have a firm footing in the communities that we reside in. It's like, I think it's only fitting that if I work in this community, you know, if we make a living in the community, we have to also do our best to give back to the community. And that's where the, the crew came up with the tagline, doing good in our hood. And it's true, man. It works hand in hand. We've been fortunate enough. Like uh, this week, we sat down with uh, John Montgomery Elementary representatives. And it's a, it's, a, it's a neighborhood school here in the Chula Vista School District for elementary schools. And they're on hard times. They don't always have all the financial means, the, the, the budget to make it work. And we talked about, well, what's the vast difference between a, a school that does have that and this? So that a lot of the times it's the parents that are advocating for their kids, you know, doing fundraisers, uh, having a, a, a thriving PTA, parent involvement, todo el pelo. 
for one reason or another, not every parent is available to do that. Right. What people don't realize is sometimes it's, you know, it's hard, man, to make ends meet. So you work more than one job. And more times often than not, what we heard is that some of these kids that go to school and have uh, younger siblings that go to school, they're the head caretaker at home. So there is no time for mom and dad to go and sell cookies or or sell Chocolate peachy otter pops yeah. or whatever is being sold to raise money. So they reach out to said, hey, man, it would really be a great benefit for our students if you could help by sending the last six kids that don't have uh, financial means to go to sixth grade camp. This is the amount. If you guys can do that, we would help. You, you would help significantly in getting these kids to sixth grade camp. So we did. Yeah. I mean, the, the homie, Justin, he... He kind of was our liaison right there. He was he was bridging the gap between the school and, and us and what we're doing. So this past week, we they came to the brewery. We sat down. We had a couple of beers with them. We gave them the check, and they were stoked. As a matter of fact, they think they leave tomorrow. So tomorrow they'll be going to Camp Marson. That's the shit now that makes me happy. You know, yeah. not a not not like a fucking oh a, a beer release. Those are all awesome and stuff. But this is like you see the effect of it like right there. These kids won't be lacking the experience that their peers have, and that's. That goes next level, yeah. you know. As it somebody, sounds like, like we couldn't. I couldn't afford to do that as a kid, and I remember how bummed out I was watching my friends leave. And now to think that we took that excuse away—that's mm. just fucking dope. Overlooked often, yeah, you know, because I talked much. to a bunch of dudes that told me, "Bro, I never went to sixth grade camp. Yeah. Like my my parents, like we were poor. We no, didn't go they, to sixth grade camp. More than five to me, <laughs> dude. More than five dudes. I came up to him and said, "Hey, in confianza, bro. Like, I didn't even fucking go to yeah. to sixth grade camp. So if you guys are going to continue to do this in the future with these, let me know because I want to participate in too. Often overrated, but it's a huge experience for a kid to be removed from his community and go and do things outside that are like, oh wow." This is like, this is not normal for me, you know? I mean, I always thought it was like a privilege thing, you know? Like, yeah. I would look at my friends that went, and I was like, damn, what's that like, you know? And damn, I had my first kiss at sixth grade camp, dog. Yeah, we talked. Oh, what's up, yeah, Vanessa? Don't send your kids. Yeah. She's yeah. with Vanessa. Yo con pinche en molacho, dog. I didn't have it, too. I was like, sad. Whatever. Crystal, please turn off this podcast. <laughs> she knows. Um, but yeah, man, those, those are the things that make me excited, you know? And thank you guys for thinking of us uh, and and wanting to be a part of it. Seriously, it's yeah. very humbling. You know, I had somebody come up during the release that um, a good friend of us, Mark Amalot, and now he's working for Coca-Cola, I believe. I don't want to... Anyways... He fucked them already. I, I, well, the cool thing is, man, like he's talking about how they're looking to be more impactful in the community and how they want to sponsor any of our events moving forward and how they can even become like a monthly contributor. So it's just, it's dope to see people coming out and just recognizing how hard we're working to try to make this happen and then bridging that gap because none of this happens without the support that we get. From and that's why I wanted to highlight Ryan Johnson in the beginning we were reading the member calls because Rice or Death, man, we've worked together with them here. These guys are incredible. To no end at the brewery, you know, aside from that, there's... They're top-notch dudes, man. Really, They're really, always really doing things are. with the community. So all those things in us go hand in hand. The brewery, the podcast, the foundation, the bar, all the businesses and everything that's right. affiliated with us, the label, the, the bicycle industry, stole it, pelo. Yeah. Like it, it all goes hand in hand. It's all synergy. Synergy. Is it way. You know what synergy is on? No. You know what? So you missed out on some synergetic uh, event over the weekend. Yeah, but you know that's. I know why. You could have still come out and hang out with us, all right? So over the weekend, we had an event at the Chiclis house. We just went over there. It, it's been a stressful couple of weeks. We have a lot of things going on personally, business-wise, individually, collectively as a group. So we're like, hey, bro, I'm, I'm getting a tattoo guy to cruise to the pad, and we're all going to get tattoos. And I was like, all right. Gus was in. Four of the seven guys were in, right? Five of the seven guys. Five. Yeah. So basically it was yourself, Caesar, and Tony that didn't go. And we know you, why you didn't go. You're waiting until you get your daughter's tattoo on that. I think that's what you said. 45 minutes to drive down there, mm. drink, and then drive back. You don't have to drink, bro. 
Bro, I, I, see, I see that Bucanitas was empty by the end of those videos. It was like eight dudes there, bro. No, but it was fun. So we all went out there and we and we solidified the pact and the union. I love it. We each got emo brown tattoos, bro. I got I got a little one. It's, it's not like a big one, but I got a little one. It's something, I, dog. It, it, it will ask your second emo brown tattoo, though. Yeah, and, and I got it on the top of my wrist. And, and I went live and I was like, all right, I'm going to get a tattoo. Which one should I get? Then my mom jumps on the fucking live, bro. And she's like, no. Agas eso. I was like, oh, get easy, mom. I'm oh, going to get a tattoo. She's like, I'm going to get it on my neck or on my arm. She's like, don't get it on your neck. And then my sister jumps on, you better not get it on your neck. <laughs> Dude, I get punked by more people than anybody I know, man. I always no, no, act like I'm punk. a tough guy, but I get punked by all the ladies in my life. Yeah, by yeah. my mom, my I abuelita, know. by my wife, by my sister. And you're shaking your head over there and disappoint me, Mr. Oscar Toledo. But I, I, you're you wearing that same hat. Should have got it on the neck. Oh, oh really? Oh. Damn. What, what are you I waiting see, for? I see you're a man of ink. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> where's your emo brown where's, tattoo? Where's, where's your Maigrito tattoo? Aquino, oh, here's where it's going to go. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we just did one year. We just did one year. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. yeah. We, we talked about doing. You got um, tattoos as well, Rob? Yeah. It's time then or what? I think it's time. I mean, we're, we're never going to shy away from. No tattoos, and we're definitely not going to let anybody punk us from not getting it. Get it, boy. All of a sudden, <laughs> I, I, turned, I turned 40 this year right after my daughter turns eight, so I already showed her the tat I'm going to get for her. And oh, hell yeah. That's it. She's about it? Yeah, oh, she's fucking excited because her mom is like inked up, like sleeved. So she's like, oh, oh shit, God. you're about to jump. I know. White woman that's a Raiders fan. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Better luck next year. <laughs> Emo Brown tattoos, bro. What's cracking? Oh. Get one. You're not down. Oh, Rob already said no. Rob already said no. Bro, on the last, uh, when we came last time, mm. I said, hey, you get the Margarita tattoo, we'll get the Emo Brown skull. Tit for tat. Ooh, hell Tit for Which Margarita? Because I know there's two logos for Margarita. Well, the, uh, here's the thing. So we have two, right? I like the I like the black and white one. That's the one I always put on. Any Anytime I do something for like the the, uh, the post for the shows, uh, yeah. with that's the, the one. With the calavera? Hey. Calavera. Yeah. yeah. Hey, bro, okay. that I would I would fuck with that, man. Thank you for the shirt, by the way. Oh, Simon. What, you got a shirt? Oh, bro, you got you got two shirts. Steve, you got two shirts. So let me call you out. They they just they just <laughs> they know I'm leaving, bro. So, somebody stole the shirt from here. <laughs> so I had to I had to call in a favor and get another. Well, well. I had to call in a favor and get another one. Well, you know bro. what's funny? I answered his text and that's mm. how I got it. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing family recipes with a man. Oh, está bien, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those camarones look bomb, bro. Yeah, they look bomb. The fuck is going on here? <laughs> I made mean, I mean, I mean the aguachiles and he asked for the recipe. Hey, that shit looked bomby, low con pinche glasses with the hat conversation. Oh my I'm, God, I'm just trying to connect with Jesus people here. Jesus Christ, to... man. You've got, you've, got some, you've got some fanboys over here. This guy who wants, he wants to start his own offshoot podcast. And you got glasses who wants to start his own hat collectors club, bro. That's like, chase me away and like, blame it on me wanting to leave. <laughs> that's the move. That's, hey, that's the move. Subconsciously, you say it enough and I don't even know where it came from. But we do have have, so we do have the two logos, right? When we first came up with the uh, with uh, the concept of having Magrito, we're like, okay, let's think about logos. And since him and I have been best friends since seventh grade, seventh grade, that's best incredible, friends, bro. Yeah, so we're like, hey, let's uh, let's get a logo that represents each of us. And that and that's when we were uh, um, working with this girl from Portugal that has done a lot of logos for a lot of different um, a lot of different companies here in Southern California. So she's worked with Suavecito. She's worked out with Santos Pizza. She's worked out with the Delta Bombers, which is another great band. Wow. So we love her work. And we had her come up with the two logos. The first logo that we initially rolled out with was a little bit more of a punk rocker, which is something that we felt, okay, that's Rob. That's Rob all the way. Oh, hell yeah. I like that one. Yeah. So then we're like, okay, now let's I think get I have one. a shirt with that one on it. Yeah. So let, let's get... <laughs> well, somewhere out there. Do you guys make it. children's shirts? Somewhere <laughs> yeah. Do you get make kids' shirts? Not yet. All right. Yeah, well, but we can. 
Yeah, so, I'd like to order some for the boys. Hopefully they, they don't go missing again. Somebody stay. Blame glasses because he's the tastier manager. And I said, hey, man, there's a shirt up there for me. Don't let anybody take it. I come in all happy the next day. <laughs> Where's my shirt? Gone, bro. Gone. So now I'm looking all over Chula Vista for somebody wearing a my hey, industry I, 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 shirt. Yeah, have you looked in Glasses Closet? Yeah, right. <laughs> that might that might be that might end all the search party right there. <laughs> hey, when we were up in LA last week, bro, we were up making the delivery. Now I can say it. We were up at Ramirez Liquor out there in Los Angeles, dropping all the pisto off. I was rocking my 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 grito industry shirt, bro. You know, there's a couple of photos. There's Where's a couple the of photos. Oh, I haven't seen shit. No, I was watching a picture, and um, and and and. and, and I wasn't allowed to post anything, but yeah, man, that, that's been a fucking trip, man. Okay. I don't think I've talked about that too much because I know there's kind of some things that we weren't allowed to, but fuck it, it's all out now. We had the release over the weekend and that shit was bananas. Yeah. Never in my life have I done a release like that where, and I was telling somebody down here, like in the past when I was in, in, in bands and shit like that and, and you have this anxiety and this pressure and it's like, you just need that outlet, that release, like opening like for a big band, the release is getting on stage and fucking performing and doing that thing. This kind of event, I had the same kind of feels, the same kind of emotion and anxiety. There was no release. Cause it's like the beer was brewed already. Kevin and, and Ozzy killed it. The marketing and the branding and the prep and everything required in order to put this package and product together. That's already done. So this was it. It was just like Saturday is here and we're releasing the beer and no mamas, bro. The, the, just the people and everybody that came out, there was, I don't, I think their Casas made a video, so I haven't seen it yet, but he, he got his little uh, drone out and the video just shows all the people wrapped around the building. I was like, oh wrapped man. Wrapped around the block. Bro, that was, that was yeah. just bananas Not to me. Not wrapped around the building, wrapped around the yeah. block. There's and, a picture out there already at yeah. that. And, and big ups awesome. to the people in our crew, man. The Emo Brown Social Club. Yeah, Aquí los compitas, like, like Caesar, man. They were here since the fucking beginning when everything happened. Cause people just think, oh, okay, beer, boom, boom. And I'm the same way. Fucking beer is beer, you know. Like it's something, it's it's something that you share with family and friends to kind of like heighten the atmosphere and, and and just make it a little bit more better, you know. It's like, oh, we don't we don't make the experiences you have, we make the experiences you have better. That's what I look at beer as, or like bucanitas, or grasshopper marijuana, or you know, uh, <laughs> madre tequila, tequila. <laughs> <laughs> shit like that. So if anything, it's it's like one of those like social enhancers. But fuck, man. When the dude like Little Mr. E and, and the Fools Gone Wild crew come down and do it, they just blew everything out of the water as it relates to my expectations to yeah. it. We sold out in LA and in here over in under an hour. Yeah, over 400 and something cases in under an hour Damn, and okay. three kegs here in under an hour. We're like, holy shit, that's bananas. For us to do something like that, it, it just kind of like the, the response I've been getting back from people online, like for Three Punk Ales or Emo Brown or mine personal, is like, Finally, man, you guys needed this kind of exposure. Like, we all know that you guys fucking kill it. But it, but it's like, it's finally time that you guys get to shine. For us, it's like, fuck, I was nervous. Like, oh, we can't fuck this up. This is a big brand, you know? This is, like, cultural for us. Like, it's funny. Like, if you tell some, like, if I tell you guys, I'm 99% sure that you know who Fools Gone Wild is. You know, if I told Kevin before, I don't think he would know, you know? Right. So when I say it's a, it's a cultural brand... Te definitely is but things like this like little crossovers like with the brewery i feel it opens up the 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 what is it the spectrum for them a little bit more for sure so if anything we can do for them like shit that was awesome that, that was an was, experience i think i'll never forget that was man. incredible i mean dude i've been a part of a lot of big beer releases but that was on a different level yeah, we're, and that's that the thing we're not big beer that's the no. thing you know it's like well, we're, but you guys did it and you manifested a party out of it mm. man like that was just the atmosphere people were just excited lining up 
hours early. Like, you know, again, I, I've been to beer releases where people are literally camped out overnight. But it don't have fiesta, bro. Hey, what? Hey, hey oh, that's, yeah. that's Familia Cerveza Musica Fiesta. Yeah, and I, that's what I told them. I was telling the boys uh, from Fusgan Wild, that's how we get down. Yeah. It's like every weekend we have something. Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's when shit starts popping off. So that's how we get down. People here already know what it's all about. Yeah. And I feel like that's what they fell in love with initially. And then when we pulled it off, bro, it's like, yeah, because hey. people have always asked me, hey, bro, why are you always down there? What's up? Like, what? And I'm like, they want to correr del virgin, güey. <laughs> Fucking highest they, ranking Mexican they, at virgin. They can't Pink afford slip. it, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm too good at what I do. I know. You pero, um, pero speaking about familia, cerveza, and uh, just partying, what's the name of that song from Paranoias? This song right here is called Domingo, brought to you mm. by Los Paranoias, locally Follow found on My Grito Industry. Follow them on Spotify. Yeah. No, I've been this is a big band on the label. It's one of it's it, it's one that we're very proud of. Give me we're a rundown. Of all of them. Give me a rundown yeah. of the artist on, on my guitar that you talked about. Um, oh, for last Harless Harless yeah, Water. Yeah, all right. So, so you guys are gonna be interviewing him. Cool. Later today. Podcast I went down that rabbit hole after we talked about him. Oh yeah. Who else is on the artist that we should uh, we should keep an eye on on my Grito Industries? Oh, you want to go down the whole roster? Let's have fun yeah, for all of it. You guys got a deep roster. Yeah, yeah. So obviously you know about the paranoia. So yeah. Behind those guys, obviously give them a follow, check them out. Um, you've heard about the Las Calacas out of Phoenix, Arizona, Columbia Fusion. These guys bring it. Yeah. You seen their new video? That's, Dude, there's a party. Any, the anywhere they go, it just seems like the party's about to oh, break yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's gonna bring out the. Chicken oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, we got a new record coming out in April. Um, Las Calacas Las Calacas have a new record yeah, coming out in April yeah. so that should be uh, coming out pretty soon we'll be premiering a new song probably next month from those guys so a lot of, lot of good stuff coming from those guys soon um, we are working or one of the, the founding band that we worked with uh, Bandit at Santa, uh, Garden Grove actually uh, called 3LH uh, nice. garage rock 60s surf kind of influence with, the, with yeah. the Latino flavor um, so check that out they got a new album also out in May so very uh Vintage, retro, kind of inspired, kind of 60s, you know, think Dick Dale, but like with a Latino flavor kind of nice. stuff. Nice. So, um, yeah, that, we got those guys. We are working with, like I said, Oscar talked about Maria, Maria Sanchez, uh, soul, funk kind of stuff, you know, so um, that'll be putting out that 45 coming out pretty soon. Um, on that same tip, we also work with a soul artist called Adrian Carmine. Um, oh, nice. I do know yeah. that name for sure. Yeah, Adrian Carmine um, is also a soul artist, kind of soldies kind of stuff, you know. So that's the thing about Mike is like when we sat down and talked about what the sound of Mike would be, it varies, guys, you know, as we all listen to all, kind of, all kinds of different stuff. We all, we all listen to punk stuff, we listen to rock stuff, but we also listen to soul, we listen to funk, we listen to hip hop, we listen to everything. So the sound of Mike has never been a certain thing, right? That's why, like, if you literally, if you, the compilations that we put together, it's all kinds of stuff. It's soul, funk, it's soul, it's hip hop, it's um, Latin ska, it's everything, right? So, well, allow me to introduce you some Norteño music, dog. You go. When you're, oh, I'm gonna, gosh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you a Norteño band, <clears throat> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in. Bring it. it. <laughs> See that accordion, bro. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm a fan of this band. I, you haven't mentioned this band yet, but I'm, I'm a fan of this band right here. Rundown Creeps. Creeps. That's yeah, our boys dog. right there. They were next on the uh, on the list. Bro, yeah. Rundown Creeps. They fucking freak it, dog. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of okay. these guys for sure. I'm a fan of this better noise. Three LH. I stumbled upon when you were doing the Santa Ana event uh, December. Was it the one year anniversary event? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and I, I said, what was this? Better check them out. I was like, oh man. But yeah, of, of all the bands, my my roots are in this kind of music, oh, yeah. you know, like Voodoo Glow Skulls kind oh, of yeah. stuff or or just like, I don't know, more punk and, and grimy Operation Ivy stuff. So when I heard this, I was like, oh, cool. Some people would say it's got a little bit of that sublime flavor too. I would disagree, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I would disagree. Did I say sublime? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
I was wondering if you did with those piercing eyes. You got your dad's uh, los, los dientes. Tell me about Jackie Rivera. How, how that uh, reunion came to fruition. Yeah, Jackie Rivera. Um, Oscar and I went to high school with um, Jackie's manager. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think we'd, we'd been connected all on Facebook, all of us, you know, kind of following what she was doing with Jackie's career and, and kind of working with her and stuff. And then at some point, we just kind of reached out to each other and said, hey, let's set up a meeting. We said what you got. They saw what we were doing with Maguito and growing the label and growing the um, what we were doing. And it just made sense. We took a meeting and, you know, we ended up working together and it kind of came to a... Uh, an agreement to help her kind of with the latest release. She, she just put out a video for um, a cover of Nine Inch Nails, Hurt. Yeah. yeah is that something we're allowed to play on here? Is that, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love having the my, my, my mom brought that up to The representatives really? yeah, of the yeah, songs yeah, here, yeah, man. Yeah. It, it makes my job a lot easier. I can say, hey, can I get approval to play a song? Yeah, yeah. 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 By all means, I'm like, all right. Then yeah, we don't need the cartel showing up again. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, but it was uh, it was awesome. I mean, big shout out to Isabel, who's our, who's our agent. Hell yeah. We've had a great relationship with the two of them and also with patty who works very closely as part of their team but so we have uh hurt when that came out that was a lot of fun right now we're in the workings of coming out with three more songs sung by jackie and for those of you that don't know who jackie is that's yeah. one of the daughters to the late great jenny rivera uh, yeah so and just uh this last year it was nine year anniversary of her passing yeah it's been nine years nine years yeah. since Isn't that a Jeez. Yeah. yeah so she's on a she's on a short list of legends that unfortunately we lost to things like that. Yeah. This is dumb, man. Because to me, one of my favorite songs is actually not the original Nine Inch Nails, but the Johnny Cash Johnny cover. Cash so, yeah. 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 This one to me, I was like, man, this is such a different vibe. This artist brings a, a lot with her. No, she does. Yeah. So that, yeah. that name, that persona, obviously nailing a song like this is it not is. easy, man. Yeah. But, yeah. but it was awesome. Like when we were talking about, and she came to us already with the video, already done. And the bidding was so powerful when we saw it, we're like, damn, this this is heavy. Yeah. It's heavy, especially because of her background. Yep. And if you if you take a look at the relationship she had with her mom, the relationship she had with her father, which is very controversial, yeah. the relationship she has with her husband, again, controversial. This is a song that she kind of that she a cover that she wanted to do because the song meant so much to her. And she's all, you know what? Um yes, not original nine nine inch nail song, but even nine inch nails came out and said, you know what? And they heard Johnny Cash say it. It, that song now belongs to him mm. and to us being Raza now to me this song for me at least personally belongs to Jackie because I had the uh, Johnny Cash hurt on my and I don't know if this is too dark fuck you and Glasses talked about it before All right, let's having it. a death wish list yeah. I have a fucking death, death wish playlist? list and I uh, death, yeah, playlist. Hey, uh, oh, take, death playlist take, take it easy there <laughs> uh, oh, death wish, wish list calmado viejo know, eh? did I miss that episode list. I have, fucking, we got fucking Charles playlist. Bronson over here. Oh, the play, okay, <laughs> that was playlist. Okay, that was. I have uh, a wish okay. list too. Motherfuckers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to right now. I, die. Am I on there? Uh, no, the no, views no, expressed no. by Mike Vito <laughs> do not necessarily Jesus reflect the <laughs> Unfortunately, they do, fool. They're the fucking. Oh, <laughs> we're on the fucking thing. God uh, damn it. Playlist. Okay, death playlist. Yeah. yeah. And this whole, this all this started with uh, Rob and I and our two other friends that we grew up with. Uh, we do our trips to Ensenada. We we get down in El Rancho, and mm. we're talking about music, family, friends, and we're like, you know what? We have that little thing about okay, we're four brothers growing up together. We're like, hey, when one of us it gets dark sometimes, well, as it Fuck, should. Marijuana does that to you, doesn't uh, it? No, but I'm sure what you guys were doing did. What, what, <laughs> <laughs> heroin is don't do heroin, Chula Vista. The lieutenant says it's not allowed. So I know. Careful. I mean, never so don't do that. that. <laughs> I still can't believe you asked. <laughs> 
I gotta make sure, man. Hey, but hey, Grasshopper, we're here in case you want to know. We're in town. How often do you guys do these little? Long time, but we're here for a good time. These mail trips to Ensenada. How often do you guys go? Once a year. Yeah, once a year. Um, So we do it once a year. We started about eight years ago, and it kind of all came up when my my job uh, when I had a a manager role. There was a homie that I went ahead and gave some PTO to, and I asked him just out of curiosity, hey, so w- what are you doing? Are you going on a family vacation? And this vato told me that he was going on his 22-year anniversary with his uh, with his friends that he grew up with to Tennessee. Mm. Like, what do you guys do over there? Uh, it's uh, first week of, of uh, football. We go play golf. We pay, play poker. It's just our way for all of us to get back together. So I came back to our friends, and I'm like, hey, you know what? Why don't we do something like this? We have uh, the grind of the day with work, with family, with sports, with, with all these different things. But I'm like, we grew up together. Let's make sure that we spend some time together away from everything else, away from all the noise. And one of our homies, he has a ranch in Ensenada. So that made the location very easy. Yeah. So when we went down there, it was one of those things where when we did, it did get a little dark. And we're like, hey, when one of us dies, we got to make sure that we all of us talk at each other's eulogy. And what are we going to say? And what are we going to do? And all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I want to put together a, a death playlist, not mm. wish list, death playlist. Wish. All right. Mm. That one makes more sense. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what song is on there for you? Fuck un chingo, bro. Yeah. But, but the top one. Do you know what? Entérame cantando. Ramón Ayala. Eso. I, that's how I want. And that goes back to the second logo of Magrito. The second logo that represents. Like I'm already an hour. Yeah. I'm already an hour deep in my. <laughs> Hell yeah. So the uh, the second logo that we have with my grito is the skull with the bigote and the sombrero because that's more you. My, that's more me. That's I grew up persona. listening to a lot of rancheras. Last time I was here, I told you that one of my favorite bands, Tigres del Norte, mm-hmm. because of my jefe. So I wanted to have more of that feel, and that's why I have a lot of Ramon Ayala, Tigres del Norte, Vicente, who just passed away. Um, but so on that playlist, I had Hurt by Johnny Cash. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? Now that we heard Jackie's version, and for me personally, the fact that I had some involvement in it, Magrito had involvement in it. Boom. That replaced. That got replaced. Switched out. Yeah, it got switched out. Yeah, what about you, Rob? What's on your death playlist? I don't have one, bro. You don't have one? I, I guess I got to You know, there's too much. He has new kids on the bro. block. Tell the truth. Color me bad, bro. <laughs> no, hey, I want to sex you up. Is a is a banger of a song. Yeah, That's bro. a great way. While he's on the casket, <laughs> get everybody in the mood. That's one when he sings. <laughs> 90s pop music was my shit. 90s pop music? Acá yeah, yeah. estilo uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? Oh, yeah. 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 Classic, classic music factor. What, some Rob Bass or what? Oh, yeah. Mine, mine is more on your, on your tip, bro. And Tierras Cantando is on my list, but it's Conchalino, bro. Oh, yeah, shit. Conchalino. Oh, yeah. So. Conchalino. Yeah. Right. I'm just I'm just a paisa. I like paisa <laughs> shit, bro. That's it. Because when I die, I told wife, I was like, I don't want I want it to be a party. Yeah. I want everyone to be hanging out, having a good old time, celebrating, drinking bucanitas, you I know, want. having a blast, you know? That's what I want. Dude, before we even came down here, when uh, Rob picked me up from my house, you know me, shout out glasses. I, I have a thing with hats. I just love wearing <laughs> hats, right? So I just picked up this new uh, this new hat. It's Pinche Sombrero from Stetson. Does it have like a feather in it too or what? Oh, no, yours no. does. I just yeah. saw. I just no, saw no, your no, hat. No, no, that one doesn't. So that hat that I brought in today um, is from Pachuco Supply. Go ahead. So shout out to our homie from Pachuco Supply. Great, great custom hats. So All you guys right. got to check them out. Uh, they do an incredible job. Uh, he's done some amazing hats for some A celebrities, B celebrities. Uh, and Oscar. M and celebrity, Oscar. Which is me. <laughs> Rob with the timing. <laughs> and I have a feeling glasses soon. No, shit. glasses yeah. soon. But, yeah. but the, the fact that he uh, 
He's a Chicano and he's an entrepreneur. That was a business that we wanted to feature on Migrito and we will eventually just because he's doing some big things, just like you guys are with the brewery, just like you guys are with the podcast. But um, I sh so I showed El Vato, I'm like, hey, I just picked up a new hat. He's expecting like another, like um, uh, traditional hats that I normally wear, uh -huh. a fedora of some sort. No, pinche sombrero. I'm like, All fuck, right. this Ooh. is what I want. And, uh, and it was awesome because when I showed my wife what I picked up, She's all, ah, you know what? Actually, that does look good on you, but don't wear it around me because you, you already look a little too chunty. El so, <laughs> I'm just putting out our own blast. Dude, I've, I've been That's in the market for a hat. I need a little Tejana. And I, I, I don't like the big old ones. I just like a nice little like foo-foo quickly, you know? I just wear these kinds of hats always. I'm, I, don't, I, I can't pull that one on. The one that you have, Rob, I, I just can't pull that off, man. This, this, this one's a little more... Scottish kind of yeah, you know, vibe kind of thing, you know, whatever you want to. You're on that. some rancid, up ivy, yeah, little root right. boy. But yeah, I, I, I'm a man of many hats, but I just can't pull those off, bro. Yeah. I suck. I can't pull the the ones this guy rocks sometimes, man. No, it's because everyone's he's extravagant, dog. He's uh, extravagant. He does like say more. <laughs> this week you were bringing up about working with brown um, businesses. That seems to be a common thread. Like when I was talking to to the boys from Foods Gone Wild, they're like, you know what? That's why we wanted to work with you. You know, and that's why we chose Ramirez Liquor. You know, it's like you guys produced it. They're going to sell it and we're going to find a distributor that does it. And I was like, I'm with it. You know, if this industry that I'm in here in, in, in brewing and just in like alcohol and liquor and all of those things. There's not a lot of variety. There's not a lot of uh, uh, disparity. It's all like pretty much the same thing, you know. So it, it makes me happy that somebody else identified what we're about. The same way that you guys identified what we're about and kind of like took us under your wing. I feel the same thing they did with us. So if anything else, I didn't ask to be Mexican. I was just lucky. And now these opportunities are kind of presenting themselves because we're working hard and doing the right thing. And just being Mexican, it's like other people are like, you know what? It's our turn. Let's do it our way without anybody else getting in involved. And, and I'm with it, man. So yeah. thank you guys for that opportunity in doing this. Yeah. We hope we don't let you down, boys. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Hablando de letting me down. Ay, que paso, Joe Rogan is getting some shit. Mm. So that's why I want that. That was that was going to be my uh, my uh, little note Your of the week, huh? dude. A couple of people sent me this. Hey, you're like a fucking big ass Joe Rogan fan. And I get. But you've also said that you're. Uh, I, know, I know. I enjoy Joe Rogan. Yeah. I enjoy Ben Shapiro. I enjoy NPR. I enjoy a lot of things, bro. Mm -hmm. I don't like to be a person that typecasts myself and only listens to one thing. Right. Which is why this story, like, it, it struck me. I was like. Bottom line, people are getting upset because they're blaming Spotify for giving somebody a platform like Joe Rogan who gives off misinformation or disinformation. That could be true. Sure. You know, that could be true. But Joe Rogan should not be your fucking source of news. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, and, and not that he's not smart. It's just that I don't go to Joe Rogan to drop knowledge on right. what vaccine I should be getting. Right. You know, right. I go to Joe Rogan to drop knowledge on how good elk fucking meat is. Right. Or, or, or how awesome Pinchy, the what is that? The whatever scotch that or whiskey he I, enjoys, I go you there know, because he's Buffalo Dave, Trace, he's you know, interviewing Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And I want to hear what two geniuses have to say at their own. Crowd. Yeah. yeah. I go on there because he does bring controversial characters yeah. on there. You you know, he does bring a Ben Shapiro on there. Right. He does bring doctors that don't abide by the mainstream view of how things work. Right. And that's what this whole article was about. Exactly. And that's what this whole drama is about. And people like uh, Neil Young and Joni Mitchell have reached out to Spotify and say, Sabes que, wey? take my shit off your stuff because I don't support what you guys are doing. Again, to each their own. Anyone, hey, anyone can do whatever the fuck they want to live their life and do their thing. But guess what? If you're that upset by what you're hearing, 
I'm going to say probably don't listen anymore because just because you try to cancel Joe Rogan or get whatever the ultimate goal is, there's other people that are going to be doing the same thing. Mm. That being said, I hope we don't do anything here at Emo Brown to compromise the integrity of my Grito Industries. Sad, we try to keep... We play it pretty... You take Emo Brown off of Spotify. I feel we do all right. You know, we, we, we don't really like take a, a, a firm position. People Obviously, we're we all are. vaccinated. Yeah. You know, we're all like boosted. But by choice. We've all, we yeah, we've anybody. all had, we've all had COVID. Everyone in this room has had COVID, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, one of the major ones is like, oh, well, you can't get COVID if you have the vaccine. It's like, you just got to read a book. Yeah. If you have a question about these things, Reach out to your doctor. If you don't know what to do with your kids, reach out to their pediatrician. Right. Don't reach out to fucking Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know, like those are probably not the right outlets or the right avenues to go take. I enjoy Joe Rogan. Right. I'm a big fucking fan. I don't listen to all of his shows because sometimes they do get a little on the drawn outside. Like, all right, oh, I get four it. hours long. Yeah, and he's shitting on California though. And I'm like, hey, bájale de huevo, viejo. Bájale de huevo. What do you think, Don? I mean, it's it's the current climate. It's the current cancel culture. Everyone's looking for a reason to get upset. And Neil, I, like, Neil Young got upset. He got Joni upset, dog. He got he got he took action. Yeah, you know what I mean. And look, if that's the way you want to approach it, by all means, go for it. But like you said, man, if that's your news source and that's you know, if you're claiming that they're spreading misinformation, don't fucking listen to it. You know it, yeah. that. Everything has a target demographic, and he's going to reach people one way or the other. And you don't have to agree with their views, but you also don't have to sit here and say, "Well, it doesn't match up with mine, so get rid of it." As an owner of a record label as Wiretap and Mikeito Industries, the brand, how does this strike you guys? Censorship, maybe what your brand, your your label, uh, the representatives, the artists on the label or the brand do? How does that? in any way curtail how you approach things or how you view things? Is censorship ever something that you guys talk about to your artists or your teams? Uh, we do to a certain extent. And by the way, if you are going to Joe Rogan or Aaron Rodgers for this type of advice, that's bad on you, right? <laughs> um, no, but we do have uh, we do have disclaimers within our agreements with the artists because the reality is there is cancel culture out there. And even though we agree with you, it, and you know what? Our, our integrity clauses are more if you're doing something fucked up. Yeah. If, if you, yeah, it's something that's extremely inappropriate. We need you to understand that whether it's you as an artist that does something like that, that puts our, our brand at risk, or even if it's us, if Rob or I fuck up, you have every right to break, to breach the contract because it's on there because we know what's out there and we want to make sure that it, it's not about us having the exact political point of views, but that we're all in it for the same reason, which is progress. If we're out there trying to accomplish something, if we're out there trying to help each other reach our dreams, if we're out there trying to make an impact in our communities, that's what we're looking for. You know, fuck the drama. Just try not to, you know, if you, if you think a certain way, if you, if you have political views that are a, a certain way, that's okay. Keep it to, it's not a matter about keeping it to yourself, but be respectful. As awesome as Joni Mitchell and Neil Young are, Spotify decided to put their chips behind Joe Rogan still because mm-hmm. they removed them and they yeah. said, well, ultimately... We look forward to getting you back. We hope we can make amends with this, but they got their artists back. They said, hey, man, we signed him for a reason. We knew what we were getting into. I don't think he's that controversial. He's just a dude who has a voice. You know, he has has his opinions. He has his views. And to his credit, he always brings people on on, on opposite sides of of the view or, or the spectrum of what he's addressing. 
So I like that. I mean, but I don't go to him for my news. Yeah, I go man, for him for entertainment. The man says some outlandish shit. He knows. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. I mean, for bad, for bad or for worse, whatever mm-hmm. you know. We're talking about it because of, of hello. Exactly. Yeah, he did something. Yeah, I've purchased yeah. things that he's promoted on his podcast. You know, like what I'm like, oh, me? what the fuck did I buy there? I bought like the el pinchi el surfer. Uh, I forget his name, but he, he yeah, bro, I'm the I'm the worst at names. But he was in the movie North Shore, Laird, and, Laird Hamilton. Yeah, and I would oh, buy shit. his uh, his uh, turmeric. Yeah, surf, so. but neither do I. Just the net. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so I buy his this turmeric stuff and I put it in my coffee and I was like, all right, this is cool. All right, but yeah, then yeah. it started staining my teeth and I was like, no, this is no, not no, cool. Yeah, yeah so I started I stop taking that shit. But yeah, man, it's like. This dude has a lot of power. Yeah. This dude has a lot of pool. He is a media magnate. Algo lo más grande. It's Joe Rogan, dog. And how did he start? As a comedian, as like a, what do, What do you call Your it? A, C, a C-list, B-list actor, yeah. whatever. And then he was never really on the top of his game. Ch- Chappelle show. You know? And, and, what did he do? He did Fear Factor. He did right? Fear yeah, Factor. Fear I feel Factor. like the that's, what, did, I think right? that was yeah. his big ass stepping stone. It was a commentator the, UFC. The, the, yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So all of those he things, was, bro. He was early on in the UFC. And all of those things led to where he is now mm-hmm. so i view it hell yeah bro would it take one advantage one opportunity and parlay it into the next one and just kind of keep going and keep doing your thing i'm on joe rogan's side you know at the, the, the same side that i say i i am not gonna go to him for my news i'm gonna go for him entertainment but you should know as a listener yeah that's what, those are the things you got to come out with you know well, i mean um conversely are you gonna go if you are looking for a news source are you gonna go listen to what neil young says no, I mean Neil. I love Neil Young. Sure. I downloaded all of his music illegally on LimeWire. I have uh-huh. a, I have a, a an STD-ridden freaking laptop from the '90s <laughs> with all of the music on there. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm bummed that I won't be able to listen to him on Spotify for a while. But I still got methods of listening to his music. <laughs> that STD-ridden oh, laptop is coming out of the woodwork. Shit. Most of that stuff was was mislabeled too. So you're sure it's it's actually Neil yeah. Young and not. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. CCR, neta que sí, bro. Hey, you've been listening to a. You went through a whole month of just listening to Soul on, on, on vinyl. Yeah. yeah. What what uh, what prompted you to do that? That's crazy. Fucking boredom, I guess, man. Yeah. No, I. I if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I have a pretty extensive. That is vinyl very collection. impressive, man. Where can people follow you on Instagram, bro? Oh, should I put it on on on? Ooh, public shit! Now? Oh no! Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> At Rob Castellon. Oh, Lord, it's over now. Yeah. Check the DMs. Right. <laughs> yeah. So no, so I was like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to record every every day for the whole year. The whole oh, year? Shit. Oh, so it's not January. It's all year, yeah. All right. It, and it's going to be broken down by genre. Okay. You know, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of my, of the range in, in my collection, man. You know, from soul to, to, you know. The older uh, we get, I feel like we get more proud oh, of the yeah. music that we listen yeah. to. Like, yeah, and, no, and, I don't listen to that. I listen to this. And the more, like, also adventurous, if you will, you know what I mean? Like, as I got on, like, dude, I got into jazz lately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, which is like a genre I was always intimidated by, you know? Um, I sound like a fucking old guy. Fucking good. Into jazz, right? You look one, you look like one too, but it's all right. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. Um, but yeah, no. So the, this whole year, I'm listening to a record every year um, and post it, you know, for the fucking. For the gram! The, the nerds <laughs> on Instagram, right? Um, There's a lot yeah, of us, bro. So Jan- Don't you worry. January, January was Soul and Motown and Stack Records kind of stuff, whatever. Um, next month will be Punk Essentials. It'll be Ooh, Essentials. Know, essentials. Is so, okay, as it really as a, according to you according, or who? Oh, according to my collection. Okay, you know, so I'm excited for that. It'll be you know, little insight. It'll be like Clash. It'll be the Ooh. Damned. It'll Ooh. be you know, obviously ranging from you know early late late seventies, early eighties stuff. Like, Favorite nineties punk band. 
rancid. Yeah. You know? Why do you say it's so sad? Say it with your chest. Because, you know, <laughs> well, you know, rancid is a popular choice by most people. And they're like, all right, cool. But I mean, rancid was the first band that like on the epitaph that I was like, all right, cool. That that's they're on the radio. They're on, you know, so that was like a besides Green Day, rancid was a was a gateway band. Right. For everybody. Right. Yeah. So but rancid, I, I, yeah. I have to say, I'm a little uh, surprised that with his love for punk music that you pick February. 28 days. Is, is this year a lip year? Uh, no, he no? loves punk music, and February is the month of love, Oscar. Mm-hmm. Come on, oh, guy. I like that. Shit. Yeah, I'm going to bring That's you. That's why we work together. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks my language. Bro. I'm going to have to carry you all the way through, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Oscar. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm with it. So uh, so punk, punk essentials, you know, I, I don't want to go through the whole the whole year, but. Do it. There'll be, you know, there'll be Sky Rock Steady. Uh-huh. Later on in the year, there'll be emo, emo-ish. Nice. Favorite emo band band of the 90s? Get up, kids. Okay, nice. Yeah. They're re-releasing something. Did I read or they, uh, what are they doing? They have. Uh, they're going. They're doing a, a, a Vegan Records like um, reunion tour or something like that. I don't know. Something Dude, like you that. eat, sleep, drink music. I feel like yeah, music man. is in your head oh, all yeah. hours of the day, all the time, brother. Yeah. yeah. So look out for that. I'll probably posting all year. So hit me up when you get me with the the Norteño fucking month, bro. It's not gonna be. Oh, me, that's bro. gonna be me, bro. Yeah. Can you I do it for me? Do it for me. Not only because. That's that that stuff is hard to find. And what? Well, it's a lot of that stuff is on expensive, bro. On, on vinyl. vinyl. Oh, on vinyl. vinyl. Yeah. Oh, all that stuff is, and, and plus, it's, it's expensive too. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, I'm looking for like you know, uh, the North there record, huh? and that's like seventy five dollars a record. And it's it's hard to find. Well man. worth it. Yeah, you should well uh, worth tell it. my wife that. You know, uh, so. get, the, get, yeah. get the greatest hits, bro. So, so I'm winning. Unfortunately, there won't, I I could do half a month of like. Spanish dying stuff, whatever, but like I, I forgot I that component that it's actually collection yep. pieces that yeah. you it's own. Stuff that I own, right. which is harder to do, you know. You know so. what? Starting in February, I'm gonna put in a Norteño song of the day every day on yeah. Emo Brown. I don't own do the it. shit. I'm just gonna post it from post Spotify. It. Yeah. Because I still support Spotify. <laughs> Thank you, Spotify, putting Emo Brown the podcast yeah. out there for the masses. What do you got on your side, fool? What's your headline of the week? Bro. First off, over under five people hit me up with this this freaking thing. The Joe Rogan thing? Yeah. Are you over? My miss, bro. Are you over? Do I sound like a Rogan, like, super fanboy? We've definitely brought it up on multiple yeah. occasions. I like, I just, I just like how he started and I where know, he's at. I know he's not your favorite show. It's JRV, But. Junior Vice President. <laughs> <laughs> the Rogan experience is up there and you have brought him up in, in quite some conversation. And it I'm does, a Jessel Nick fanboy, guys. It all does, right. It does relate to what we do. So yeah. I could see why people would send that to you and get your hot take. Mm, so hot. Yeah. Um. My headline was it's something that tripped me out, man. A guy that got his lottery ticket from a fucking fortune cookie. Go ahead. <laughs> this fool won. And the story goes on to show that his wife and him frequent this restaurant, the Red Bull Asian Bistro, once a week. And donde we? In uh, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Andale, the home of financial institutions. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy is uh, literally... <laughs> that, that in Minnesota, no? <laughs> Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> Purify yourself. Uh, so he literally took the... the How much did he win? Uh, on me own way. One million? Yeah. No. Well, okay, listen. Uh-oh. It was a million dollar winning ticket, but he bought like the uh, the dollar mega plier ticket. Which, okay. So anything that you win, it multiplied by four. Okay. And so this guy t- took that and made it into a $4 million hit. Nice. And at first he didn't even notice because he got it in the email and he thought it was like a spam. Like he thought it was a joke. And he had to go and double check it. And when he checked it, he realized like his lottery ticket 
from his fortune cookie. Shit. One in four million dollars. I usually just go for the sweet and sour soup. This <laughs> motherfucker got millions, bro. And uh, yeah, so man, he's, he's a retired veteran, and uh, they took the uh, the lump settlement, which is just a shade under three million. And he's like, look, man, he's like. I, I, he's a disabled combat veteran, 32 years in the army, did a tour in Iraq, and now he's just going to... Big ups and yeah. felicidades to yeah, that, homie. Yeah, but am I a douchebag for thinking $4 million is not a lot anymore? Yeah. Because yeah. for the lottery... I'm a douchebag for many things. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but $4 million, like a Mega Millions champion... We're living in a world now where, like, at the Elwood, we sell lotto tickets. And anytime Bro, I, I go in there and I go in there and I'm looking at the tells, like, oh, it's $273 million. I'm like, $481 billion. To win like one million and have four million, I was like, all right. But, but let's see that. I'll take it. Your, I'll take it right now. Your gluttony is showing. Yeah, I want more. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be happy winning two point eight million off of uh, no. I would still keep working at UPS. Yeah, well, how about yeah. that, bro? You would yeah. never stop working. No. I, I, there's a number in my head that would make what me stop working for Dallas? sure. Kings of Comics, you ready? You see this weekend? We're ready for the buyout. Kings of Comics, if you're currently in the market for purchasing breweries, <laughs> let's put you on pause because I got big shit coming with this. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait. Uh, so yeah, man, that was uh, that was definitely my headline that caught my eye. Nobody sent that to me. That one I just found on my own. I like looking at like random. Were you taking shit in the mornings? On that term, if you guys would happen to sell Emo Brown, let me know. We're all in. We're we're, we're not ready to retire, dog. What? So the brewery's not, not for sale, but the brand is right. All right, I'm on. always for sale, bro. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. Uh, yeah, no, that it, it was a trip, man. I, I just, what are the chances that him and his wife go to this restaurant? You got a fucking fortune cookie. You actually turn around and play those numbers, and you win under fuck almost three million dollars. Do you guys? Do you guys play lotto? Do you guys play numbers, specific numbers? Mm, nah. I, I do occasionally. Okay. Because you hear the story as to cuanto and you're like, you can't fucking win if you're not playing. Eso. Throw some cash in every now and then. And, and do you have like numbers that you use specifically? I, I used to, and maybe I should have stuck with it, but usually I just do a quick pick. Quick pick. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm on quick yeah. pick. It's like once a year where I'll be feeling like, when it gets like in a really good mood. Yeah, yeah, and I see that and I'm like, all right, I'm in the store. I'm going to be $10 yeah. quick pick, and that's, that's about it. Hey, though. pero también for the holidays, for Christmas, Usually, most of the time, my gifts come with a lotto ticket. Okay. Yeah, it's like the simple, the simple thing. Here's yeah, a gift card our, and a roll of scratchers. Our, yeah. our family does the scratchers for the... Yeah, for the hey, is that, just is the it? thought of it. Is that a mail still? Because I didn't get mine this year. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, we're talking shit. I like, hey, hey, that's hey. what Metiche Monday's all about. Well, hey, <laughs> if you've been friends in seventh grade, you can say that kind of shit, bro. And when There's, you're talking shit to people... We're expecting questions to come in. And when questions come in on Matija Monday, there's no biggest shit talker than this young man right here. Oh, let's see what go. let's see what little Rob from Pen Forty One has to say this. Let's week. go, Rob. Let's oh, see. Man, man. Neighborhood music. Well, 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 it's little Rob with the Pen Forty One questions of the week. Since my grito industries is on today, how about we hear your grito? Oh shit. What are your honest opinions about viral artists such as the Island Boys and Steve's favorite artist, Jenny Sixty Nine? Hey, are they one hit wonders and would you sign them to your label? This question is for Steve. If it is recanned, will Emo Brown members be able to get their hands on a case of pistol? El Bato. Oh, it was subdued today. It wasn't yeah. overwhelming. There's a couple of things wow. in there. You you <laughs> A lack of controversy. Yeah. Uh, first, he said I wanted to hear your grito. I see you over there getting them chops ready. Yeah. Do you got a grito? Is this full stretching right now? What's going on? <laughs> no, no. I'm just, I'm just, I just gained a lot of weight, homie. I just trying to catch my breath. Just trying to catch my breath. La longa, bro. Do you, do you do a grito? I never did I, I, a grito. I do, but when I'm drinking tequila. Oh. Yeah. Well, is there something well, over there? Well, Stop shit. it. Well, 
Pásaselo, pásaselo, pásaselo bro. Échame un poquito de smadre and I'll do it. But while I'm while I'm Put it in his cup. Put it in his cup. Say it with your chest. While I do that, Rob can talk about la Jenny 69 from Riverside. Hey, soy la 69. La la chingona que salió de Riverside. What's up? So this is just me. I mean, all powers to her. If she, if she got some recognition, I vow. Is she still doing her thing? I don't know because I don't follow her. No? L that's the thing. Like for me, when I saw saw that, I heard it. It's a catchy song or Okay, whatever, but what if but she I'll... presented that to you? It's like, hey guys, I'm a big fan of what you guys do at My Grito Industries. I would love for you guys to support and, and represent me moving forward. Is that something that you would do? For me, it wouldn't be that easy just because she got a lot of recognition with that song. Again, all powers to her, but I'll... I need to, we need to know a little bit more about her, mm. who she is as a person, what she wants to do with her career, because we're not here just for uh, respectfully. Cause again, I don't follow her. If she's a one hit wonder, that's not what we're looking for. Mm. We need somebody. You're going to be very disappointed with me. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about no hit wonders? <laughs> No, but I, I personally wouldn't. I mean, there has to be more. Yeah. It's not a simple no. It's not a simple yes. All right. We need to know more about the artists, but I'll. Good, good catchy name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm with you it. Know, it. It depends. Like I said, like does she have a buzz right now? Of course, she's got. You know, she's no, no. You know, has no variety. But I mean, like it. There's every, every time we consider an artist or a band to work with, like it's there's got to be something there that yeah relates to what we're doing and substance. Yeah, and you know, she does she vibe with what we're doing with the other artists? Maybe not. But it, it depends, man. You know, like but if people are, are are listening right now, call us. They can contact us at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it depends, bro. You know what I mean? Like every every artist is like. So we were talking earlier. Like there's no real sound for Magita. We won't wait. I like that. that. You definitely but, have. Yeah, there's range between all the yeah. our different artists. But I mean, like, will we work with a more you know different leaning artist? And sure, you know. But um, it depends on. The, there's got to be a consistent theme and like a. The artists have to get what we're doing. Let me know, pitch sure. something to you real quick. Uh -oh. All right, let me pitch something to you. Um, I was talking to my former band name, mate, Jose from 3 Piece Scandal. And he's like, hey, fool, I hear you talking a lot of shit about we're going to get back together and how we should do that. And he shot, I'm going to let you listen to it a little later. Not the best production, but he's like, I know you don't, you've always wanted to do this. So he started like doing more Norteño punk rock fusion. Is that something that yes. would... All yes. Right. yes. All right. Well, I'm going to give you guys second rights. On the <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. And, and, and we did a... Um, you came here to get us kicked off the lane. <laughs> <laughs> I've always liked the song, Como Te Olvidar. And I said, bro, we just got to fucking do it. And he fucking mm. did it, dog. And I was like, ooh, it sounds good. And I said, let me add some accordion. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's there for. Put the accordion there. And I was like, all right. So, hey. I just want to wet your beak a little bit with that. Just, just know that shit is coming. Is, is your scorpion already delivered? The no, it hasn't been delivered oh, okay. yet. No, there was a, it's. So you got the scorpion or got the, the black panther? The black panther. Oh, yeah, the black panther. panther. I only know because, again, that's what I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, it has a pinchy panther on the front, like, Wait. you know? Yeah, yeah. No, it's because this is, it, this is a Fisher-Price accordion. Sure. You know, it makes the sounds, it does the thing, but it's very difficult to play because the buttons, they're not, they're not smooth on the panther and other ones. You can just kind of go Sounds down. It's it. fucking fast. It's fast and it, it's reacted. This one is not nerd. Nerd accordion talk. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Listen to my new podcast. <laughs> that That's how it is. I mean, what's the second part of Rob's question? Rob's question. Okay. The Island Boys, Jenny 69. Pa, 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 pa. Let me hear you. Did you check your tequila? Oh, I, 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 he's in the process. But do, you, do you know what sucks is that this is going to be recorded and out there in the web for go fucking ahead. ever. It's ready. You're good though. You do your okay, good though. Go ahead. I wait. 
don't let me down. Okay, drink it. Then let you agree, though. Oh, wow. <laughs> you didn't even move your mouth. That's weird. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This question is more for Steve. If the weekend. No. No, 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 no. Okay. Yes. We sold out of everything. Mm. Yes. We are in talks to rebrew this on a much larger scale. My pisto is not going anywhere, dude. My pisto is, is, is going to keep on growing and keep on doing it. We're, <laughs> we're going to sit down and, and hash out some details with the food's gone wild and with another brewery that's going to help us uh, build this recipe up to a much higher limit yes you will get this beer it will be available to everybody and probably the social club members first right. but little rob let us not forget the four pack i handed you in the ups parking lot well, you fucking little weasel wow. all right wow. that concludes little rob's segment of the week <laughs> other questions coming your guys's way this week what prompted you both to create a record label or as you say a brand in my grito industries. Yeah. And what's the difference? Well, you know, dude, honestly, honestly, we work with bands for the label, right? But I mean, we're working with a podcast by nature of what mm. you guys do here. So it's like, we always, we thought that, you know, there's, it would be in, not inappropriate, but it'd be, it'd be mistaken to kind of refer to what we're doing as a record label. When most people think of a label as like getting behind music and musicians, whatever, when we're getting behind a podcast brand. So it's like, you know, it's a brand that we're working with for Maguito, so it's like, it's more of a brand than and a, a, an entertainment group, if you will, right? Yeah, you're building a lifestyle, yeah. man. Yeah, what if awesome, this podcast so. is also a musician? Then then it's the lines are blurred. Go. Double dip. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's see. First band you side to Maguito slash Wiretap. So why don't you go Wiretap first and then yeah. do Maguito? Yeah, how old is Wiretap? Wiretap is going on eight years now. Nice. So that pretty much set the yeah. blueprint, the template you guys wanted to do, at least loosely, to jump off of Maigrito Industries. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, you know, I started Wiretap in 2014. Um, home, homeboy over here was 100% behind me and supported me on everything I did, you know. And then at some point said, hey, bro, come and, come and help me with this, you know. Um, and he was, you know, we put our heads together and, and, you know, we're trying to figure out kind of how to amplify our artists and whatnot. And pandemic came around and sort of kind of said, you know what, like, let's figure something out that we can do for, like you brought up early before how we are supporting Latinos and Chicanos on what we do. Right. And the idea was more to not only again, like I said, we, we, we don't want to say that we're only going to work with Chicanos and Latinos in what we do, but as long as the artists are, are, are amplifying the culture that of what we have and, and Latino culture, then it will entertain that, right? So obviously what you guys do here, all our artists are, are, are either Latino or are celebrating the culture. That's that's what we're, we're trying to be about for Maigrito. Um, but what I, what made me, what is, you know, and me in general with my with Wiretap and Maigrito is obviously an extension and came out of what I had, what I had done with Wiretap. Um, you know, it was about, you know, working with artists that, you know, had something to say. You know, and not only with Wiretap, but I mean, we feel like everything on Maguito has, every artist has something to say, you know, and they have a, a, a meaning behind it. And, you know, so far we're, we're, we're stoked that everyone that we work with, you know, everyone has been hustling all day long to try to try to get their music out there. And, you know, now that music is open and shows are opening up now, they're all trying to get out. I mean, road. musicians, you have to hustle. You have there, to, there, there, there's nobody yeah. else there that's going to hold your hand in order to have that level of somebody holding your hand and taking, you've had to hustle before that to get right. to that level. Yeah. And, and that was, that was important to us, man. You know, like when we first started talking about my we wanted every band to have that DIY spirit, you know, it's like, 
uh, we want them to book their own shows. We want them to book their own tour because it's going to, you know, this, this music, music musician is not guaranteed. Mm. So you need to be out there hustling and doing your thing before you're go get a manager, go get and, you know, and get an agent or whatever. Like you go out and do your thing and you're going to fail first. You're going to do shit. You're going to go to play shows to two people and the other band only, you know, like, so go do your thing first, go be a DIY and then come back and like, let us amplify what you're doing already. So we, we, it was important for them to, for us, every band to work with the band that knew that spirit of DIY. Right. So what uh, was the first band you signed? A uh, band at a garden grove called three oh. LH. 3LH? All right. So wait, for Wiretap? No, I'm sorry. No, for uh, for Maguito. All right. What about for Wiretap? What was the first band you signed there? 2000 and- uh, 2014. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a, um, a, the first release we came out with uh, Wiretap was a split, a seven inch split between um, a local Nor- Norwalk band called Watch for Horses and um, a band called um, Indian School, which actually is a side project of Audio Karate. That's right. Uh-huh. He did bring that yeah. up. Yeah. Nice. That's the way. You're, you're done drinking tequila? You're, you're ready oh, to talk? You just, you just right, cool. want another, another Aside from the label, what do you boys do for a living? Oscar first. So- um, hey, You're quick to point the finger at Rob. What? <laughs> Come on. No. So since uh, 97, I've always been involved in insurance mm. for the most part. So currently what, uh, my full-time job is I work in investments. I know that's something that you used to do, Steve. Um, so I, I help out other advisors and agents with life insurance, retirement planning. Yes, I did hear the last episode on glasses. Uh, Got to get that cholesterol down, bro. Oh, but, B? Yeah. I'm tip top now, baby. Look at me. Uh, I don't know. Don't look like <laughs> it. Just kidding. No, but no, that's the full-time job. I've been helping out a lot of people for, for many years with when it comes to retirement planning, the stock market especially last week has been very volatile. Horrible, horrible, So man. It's, it's just a reminder. I mean, you know, I don't know what's higher now, my cholesterol and my numbers over there. In this <laughs> thing, right? Right, right. We need to flip that. Everything in the market just fell. And, uh, yeah, but, but yawn alert. Um, mm. You know, we, we are in the longest bull market in the stock market history. And last week was just a, it was a little hiccup. I yeah. mean, no, no reason, no reason for people to be, kind of be flinching too much. For but change. I bet you a lot of them did. A lot of them <laughs> did, e- even with did. Bitcoin. I mean, if you yeah. take a look at Bitcoin, Bitcoin's up tremendously. But the little, the little correction that it did mm-hmm. was just a reminder: what goes up must come down. So, what I do with the with a lot of the advisors, agents, and clients that I work with, I give them that little reminder about safety, about guarantees, about putting away whatever you need to do for a retirement to live a comfortably comfortable retirement. So if you want to work at the older ages, it's because you want to, not because you have to, right? Because you lost a lot of money in the stock market. If you think about it, if you lose 30, 40% and retirement's around the corner, it's you're fucked. A, yeah, it's not a good deal. It's not a good deal. Yeah. So I help, uh, I help clients with that. I also help them out with life insurance. Where can people reach out and find you? Um, I, mean, I use that voice when I really want to sell something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the company for me, uh, my company's Toledo Insurance Group. Mm-hmm. So even if you follow me on Instagram or if you email me on, it's easier for Magrito, Oscar at Magrito.net. If you're interested about life insurance or retirement plans, I know you have the gentleman, oh, the couple. That, yeah, Sonia Baca and Jose Fernandez, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, and they sound they sound great. Um, I also do that. I do it all here in California and a couple other states. This guy, and you're it's trying to undercut people. No, no, no. That's why I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to be careful. Salesperson oh voice, I'm, I'm trying to be careful before I, before I <laughs> tell me how you guys can work together. <laughs> That's more like it. I don't want to. I don't, don't want to leave three punk ales and then get a, a baton to the knee right when I get out. <laughs> why me? <laughs> what about you, Mr. Rob? I currently work for CBS TV. El Vato. Um, I work in the design department. So I help um, when you watch TV, there's always, there's always a bunch of like 
CBS tonight, all new, whatever, seven central tonight. So our team makes all the graphics for that. So I help manage that, that team that makes all the, all the graphics for that. Biggest yeah. show on CBS right now? Uh, Queen Latifah's The Equalizer. In serio? Nice. But I'm not here to promote CBS. I, no, I'm just curious because I don't really watch a lot of TV. Steve wanted to tell you about a new TV show yeah. he's uh, developing. It's about a Mexican oh. dude <laughs> <laughs> with boots. <laughs> How did Emo Brown first catch your attention? And what made you decide to sign him? Uh, me. Him is me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I stumbled upon 3Punk before Emo Brown. Nice. So uh, one of the bands that we work with... Um, uh, Kind of say, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a punk, uh, punk and punk, uh, punk like themed, whatever beer and out of San Diego. Yeah. Um, and I said, I think I, I think I hit you up about, so we're doing some live streams during the summer, remember? And, uh, we had, we got, we had, we had you involved in one of our live streams, uh, for a band called Taking Days Out of Orange County. And, um, obviously went down the rabbit hole on, uh, three punks and obviously started listening to Emo Brown. And I'm like, you know, I told this guy, I'm like, Hey, let's listen, listen to this podcast. It's, you know, it's a Latino dude doing, doing some cool shit. And of course you were talking about the, the foundation by the time. That's one of the things that actually that we, you know, gravitated towards like that you were doing stuff for the community because mm. we were doing, I think we were, we had just launched our second compilation and that was like, Hey, this guy's doing cool stuff. He's got a foundation. And that it was, it just made sense, you know, and started listening to more of course. And you kept growing, we kept growing at the same time. So, you know, it, it happened for a reason, man. You know, oh, yeah. when you're sitting here because of a reason, I think that you guys kept growing, we kept growing with our artists. So, you know, that's one of the things that first initially we attracted you, you to us is, is what you did with the foundation, but not only the beer, the beer is great. You know, we love what you guys do with, with three punk, but the, 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 you know, obviously the, uh, the, the podcast is amazing, man. Like we we're all about it, man. So. And I think when he brought it to my attention, I was thinking with taking days, I'm like, Hey, great fit with three punk gales. This is awesome. Yeah. And he went ahead and brought some beer for us to try out. And I'm looking at Tres Animales, Chevez de Nero. I'm like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this for my grito or for, for wiretap? Because this to me sounds more like a my grito opportunity. For sure. And when he told me about the podcast right away, I was fucking hooked. Yeah. I mean, it was very entertaining. Um, I mean, we're pretty fucking funny. I like to think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> that's the cool thing about yeah. we're, we're humble as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. We can tell. It's the name of our new side project. Humble yeah. as fuck. The brought to you by <laughs> My Grito Industries. <laughs> See, but that, that's the cool thing about 3Punk and what you do, Steve, in general. Like, but is that like, you think you have a good balance of like kind of what we are. We're talking about kind of like our, our upbringings and like both sides of, 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 of music that we're into and whatever. Like, cause like three punk, obviously you have a dead Kennedy's inspired to be mm. and like, but you have the, you know, it all type of different, different influences. Right. So that's kind of what we are. Man, you know? And I just think it's a, that's the biggest misconception yeah, of our name. Blend, you know, the, the yep. biggest misconception of three punk ales is like, Oh, you're going to go in there and this is going to be a bunch of dude with the Mohawks yep. and this absolutely yeah. three punk ales. Like, like if you ask me and me and individually of this company, it's like, I am three punk ales. Cause I had a lot of different things growing up in Chula Vista in Bonita here in San Diego. It was like, you just didn't do like punk rock music. You know, yeah. I grew up listening to corridos reggae music, hip hop, mm -hmm. punk rock music. But I just so happened to be in a punk rock band. And I just so happened to enjoy listening to corridos on the regular. So it's like when you come in to Three Punk Ales, like I feel like that first look, it's like, oh shit, okay, cool. We're communal, bro. We're Chula Vista as fuck. So I mean, Chula Vista is everything. Everyone's Chula, and Chula Vista is Mexican. If you ask me, it's like, I see it as, Y'all know what a burrito is. Everyone like speaks a little bit of Spanish. Mm -hmm. Everybody, my abuelita was everybody's abuelita growing up, bro. So I mean, three punk is just an extension, a different format for that. But thank you guys. That's fucking awesome, man. No, but I, yeah. but I love that because I had a conversation with Harless. Why are you going to be interviewing? I just saw him. 
He came. I think he blew me a kiss. Heartless kiss. Every kiss be quit with heartless. But I love one of the days that we were pisteando in my cantina. He asked me the question. So. Oh, subtle dick drop. Yeah. I've seen your videos. You pose at your bar full. Come on. Hey, did you know what? Uh, That that fucking thing took a year. Mm. And it's only because one of our best, a little bit longer than a year. COVID project? No, 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 no. It was way before. Way before. That. Okay. It, it was because one of our one of our best friends, he's in construction, and it was one of those things where we were hanging out there in the in the garage, and I only had that garage as a quote unquote man cave because I told my wife, hey, this way I'm not driving around. I have a spot that I can go to, and then fucking walk up to the house. So she was all down for that. But so we have this homie who is in construction. Every week he would come in for a couple hours. We would drink for three hours, and then do work for thirty minutes. And that's a good ratio. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's how we built that little cantina. It just took time. And it was usually like, like drywall that was fucking beat up from his job. Who gets to go into this cantinita, bro? Is this invite only? Is this like just homies? Is this familia? Is your wife allowed in there? Are you the children? There's a metal card. Yeah. Oh, shit. If that was the, if that was the case, you're not even allowed in your own bar, bro. You yeah, man. You ain't got membership. You ain't got no membership to get in there, fool. <laughs> hey, you guys are welcome anytime you guys want. But Harley was telling me, so he's looking at my record collection and like the different playlists that I have in there. And it's, so you're going from like Dead Kennedys, the Ramones, to Tires del Norte, to Misfits. He's also, the Doors and, also, your music is all over the place. Where, current, where can I find more of your type of audience that would also be into what he does with rock and blues? Yes, the cuanto. I'm like, bro, I, I love blues. And, and that's where we're having that discussion as a label to an artist. How do we find those people, especially with Latinos? I'm like, bro, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of Latinos, a lot of Chicanos that growing up as we're trying to find our identity and we were so involved in listening to the music from our heritage, from the rancheros, the... A lot of the Spanish music. We're drawn to the sadness. We are. We're, we're emo brown ourselves. Yeah. And e- for the blues, it was an easy transition for me. And maybe that's why I was, that's why I was attracted to the doors for me. Cause it was that bluesy sound that I really liked. And that kind of got me through a lot of stuff. And then, then you get the Depeche mode or like my friends call it the depressed mode. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's just that kind of music that I'm drawn to because we did grow up with a lot of hardships. A lot of us had a lot of pinching on us. My parents had two jobs work growing up and we we had multiple jobs as young kids, but we we know that we lived a hard life, but we also as you know, we, we had our ups and downs, but we always fucking push forward. So I was telling Harley, say, hey, do you know what? There's a lot of people like us out there that are working our asses off, but our music genre is all over the place because And his his presence on your uh with my grito, he's like the one that's on an island. He's pretty he, there's not much Nobody pretty much compares to what he does. No. He, so that's going to be awesome because he's going to be leading the pack and kind of like, you know, hedging his own way and slowly growing your brand as well. Yeah. We, um, we give our artists, um, we offer our artists a lot of range within the label and saying, you know what? You're the first one in this genre. We, we welcome you to, to think outside the box and let us know what other artists we should be looking at because this is something that you're spearheading to a certain extent because anytime that we do an event, just like, just like when we did My Grito Fest, we had four artists that we thought complemented each other very well with 3LH, with the Paranoias, with Rundown Creeps, and with Ear Ringers. There's a lot of other artists that we, uh, the other artists that we wanted on there, like we wanted Adrian Carmine on there. We wanted Florencia Andrada, but she's in, uh, she's out of the country, but we wanted her on there, but we couldn't, we needed to have music that could complement each other. 
what Harless brings to the table, I think he can rock it with a lot of these other bands, but he brings a different genre and something that for it's dear to my heart. I mean, the guy can sing, the guy can play guitar. He could do all these amazing things. And I can also see him with Las Calacas. Yeah. Cause he, he brings that type of beat and that type of energy. If any of you guys ever seen, well, I encourage you to see any of our artists, but especially with Harless, he puts on a fucking performance cause he's an industry vet. He knows what the fuck he's doing. And, um, yeah, we're looking for more artists that are in that genre. So when we do a Magrito Fest in the summer, when we do another Magrito Fest end of the year, who knows it? We're going to try a different genre. How do artists reach out to you guys to try to like pitch their their talents to you? Is that it's that is that still a thing or sure. like is it like a a tangible hard here's a here's a CD of what I do or is it now all email or you can email us. Yeah. We're, we're easy to find. You can hit us up at magrito.net where there's a contact section on there. Um, you can hit us up on uh, Instagram on messages or whatever, but I mean, best way to get do it is go to magrito.net, send us an email with, you know, uh, you'll be surprised at how, <laughs> how badly a band sometimes email like, and just, Hey, can I send you a demo? Just send it. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Hey, they're asking for permission to send it. But like, you know, so like have your best foot forward send like everything here, here's what we're, what we're doing. Here's a record. Shoot your shot. Yeah. It's like, you have, you know, a lot of times, a lot of, a lot of bigger labels and like major labels won't even like read your shit. If they, if it's not, you don't have your proper structured email because we're also like, we also look for a band that has, sorry, sorry for the, for the language, but has your shit together. Right. Mm. It's like, yeah. if you can, pro if you can structure a proper email together, here's our album. You said shit. Here's what we're going to do. Here's our plan. <laughs> Does that process <laughs> always come together the same? Is is it driven more? Is it driven by both of you collectively as far as like, all right, we both agree that this is a fit or is there times where yeah, one of you we, is more? We, we complement each other pretty yeah. well, you know? Um, you know, I find a band, I'll hit, hit them up. Hey, what do you think of this, you know? Um, but for the most part, I think we both have the same type of taste in, in general. You know, we... You know, if, if I send something in to him and I'm pretty confident that he's, he's like, this is good, you know? Um, but and he'll send me some stuff to him, but like, Hey, this is good. This is good too. Let's, 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 let's hit him up and see what, what, what we can do. Make him and I imagine like after so much time together, you yeah. guys, you learn to have, have them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Mike Edito Industries is more than bands we've established. Yep. Obviously podcast as well. What else do you guys delve into? Award-winning podcast. Mm, thank award -winning you. Award-winning podcast. Mm -hmm. <sighs> <laughs> so we're also looking at um, something that's going to, all this is very new to us because with, NFTs. El Vato. Well done. That's a great idea. I'm with That's you. What idea. does that <laughs> No fucking trademarks. <laughs> <laughs> but we're also looking for artists that are like painters, mm. um, entertainers, um, comedians. comedians. Comedians is something that's going to be, that is new to us, but... At the same time, if there's anybody out there that's looking for that type of representation, are we saying that we have our shit together in that field? No. But are we here willing to offer whatever resources we have to help you? As long as at the same time, news break, you're helping us too. Because mm. we need to help each other out. And that's what we're looking for. I mean, My Grito by itself is a little bit over a year old. So we're still learning to, to walk. But the, but the thing that we want a lot of people out there to know is that we're not walking slowly. We're walking fast because we need Hell this yeah. to work. We want this to work and Hell we're right. not going to fucking slow down. We're working at this every fucking day. I'm honored to be on the label. Thank you, you very you much. You got to start somewhere, you know? Everything starts from scratch. What vision do you guys have for Emo Brown? There's a lot. Mm. There's a lot. And, and, and here's the thing. You know, when we really started our little courtship, if you will, 
Um, you were wooing me for sure. Oh, for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> wooing the brown. Wooing the brown. <laughs> but the, the thing is, even while we were wooing each other, mm. um, I love the personality. I love the Emo Brown Foundation. I love what you guys are doing with the brewery. And um, we wanted to make it very clear that we're here to amplify what you're already doing and to bring more opportunities and resources. But at the same time, we're not here to change who you are you guys are in control of what direction you want to go with the brand. If we can go ahead and, and lend some support and amplify that's what we want to do. And that's the thing that we tell a lot of our artists that are on the label. Listen, we're not here to tell you, you got to change something in order to, to work with us. We may give you some suggestions and those suggestions are just suggestions. I mean, at the end of the day, you do what you do. But if we have an artist that as an example, they're giving us photos that we want to use for, for media, for marketing, Good photos, real good photos, but we're like, that's not a good representation of you or us. And we think if it has a little bit more behind it, it may help you out at the end of the day. I sent him a, uh, one without a shirt on and he was not about that. He said, Man, meanwhile, yeah, I made like, that my background. But, but it like, was hey. without a shirt, <laughs> fucking baby oil and a diaper. I don't know what the oh, fuck okay. that was about. Shiny. <laughs> He's like, send it again. What brand of diaper? None. Oh. Huggies. <laughs> no, but you know what? I, I think you guys already have, you guys are doing a fucking a lot of good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, the fool, Fool's Gone Wild, that threw us off for a loop. And that was something that we were fucking proud of you guys. Cause oh. that's something you guys did. I aim to make people proud. Uh, I, I look, I look for, are, I look yeah. for uh, support and, and nurturing and kisses. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what but, we mean, man. He's like, to add what honestly just said, like, you know, we, we, we see the value, we see the potential in what you guys are doing here. Like we're all about just kind of using the word again, amplify, but like, getting the word out more to through be a press and marketing in general, helping you guys kind of grow the podcast in general and seeing, just getting more ears on it. You know, so that's kind of the main goal is to extend not only because, you know, we talk about like being local, but I mean, like we see Emo Brown, obviously you guys are truly missed at heart, but we see this growing out and growing and into LA and, uh, you know, other, other States at some point, you know, we, so that's, that's kind of the overall the goal is baby steps and growing it and growing it more every, every you know, every day. So that's what really moved me to, to join your guys' squad. You know, it's like, I know what we're doing. I know what we're doing is, is, is event. It's big. It's, it's beyond our control. I just kind of wanted somebody that could harness it and put us in the right direction and introduce us to the right channels and to the right network and take what we're doing on a small scale and build it up to the big scale. Mm -hmm. So when you guys were telling me that and on how you uh, represent Maigrito Industries and what that vision is going to be all about and how you want to incorporate me and what we're doing. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it, you know? And, and at the same token, I remember telling you guys when we sat down, I was like, I want to help you guys too. You know, I know, I know what I can gain from your guys' knowledge and network, but this is what we can bring to you guys as well. And that, and that token, it's like, we're bringing those paranoia. They're going to come down here and play, you know, your boy Arliss Sweetwater is going to come on the podcast. We're going to do a, an artist spotlight on him. So it's like, I have things that I can give you. I would feel very guilty and uneasy of somebody just giving me an opportunity without me providing anything back in return from the get. You know, it's like, oh, oh, I would feel a little stressed, a little overwhelmed. Am I doing enough? Am I not doing it right? Oh, shit. They're going to cut me. They're going to do this. Now it's like, no, you know what? We're, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. And I feel like that is the way we're going to get to the top. And then eventually when you sell my podcast and you're living luxuriously, <laughs> Sipping fucking whatever you sip over there, bro, in your little cantina. That's madre. <laughs> Damn, I see a push for this money. All right. This episode is brought to you by this madre. <laughs> Asterisk. 
<laughs> no, so yeah, that's what prompted me to like jump on board with you guys. Uh, I see that you're wholesome dudes and you legit had a vision. You know, we've we've sat on many a call already. We've sent many an email to each other and ultimately, yeah, I feel like we're a perfect fit for each other. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. When are the paranoias coming to the podcast? Oh, I think we've established that one. Mm -hmm. When, when uh, Steve replies to my texts. Let's see. Probably, Go ahead. Let me, let me well, in that case, no. Mm. To be determined. Uh, Sorry, yeah. guys. It's not happening. <laughs> uh, probably in February or in March. Yeah, I think that would be the best bet. Who sets that up? You could uh, reach out to Glasses. Glasses, right? Glasses yeah, is the guy right. who sets that up. Yeah, I have bands and, and, and artists who reach out to me. I'm like, <laughs> but they asked about the podcast, though. Not yeah. Oh, the game. podcast. Whenever, shit, man, we can do that. Right? What are they in town? Let's uh, do it. No, no, no. They're so they're in Los Angeles. They're uh, their studios in Compton. Um, these guys have fucking ganas. They're always working on new material, new content. They're a great group of guys. So it's again Paranoias and Professor Galactico. So we have two artists within 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 that entity. Oh really? Yeah. So, okay. So they're so they're awesome. Um, uh, two of the artists from from that band they were part of the project that we first worked with Jackie Rivera. Uh, so we had them. Uh, we had uh, one of the players from Rundown Creeps, Richard, the lead singer guitar player, and we also had one other homie that really came in and helped us out on the pianos on the keys. Um, but those guys, I, I think it would be a good idea if we can get them on here for the for Emo Brown and also to do a live performance because I can yeah. tell you. You will not be let down. These guys bring a lot of energy. Damn, look at you, fanboy. Not only am I a member, I'm the president. <laughs> well done. Well, what you. else we got? Anything from Discord pop in? Or are we no, good? Man, I, I Discord, you're failing me. You usually, are failing me, Discord. Usually you come up with a lot of stuff, but yeah, I, listen, man, a lot of people were here getting twisted on the Discord. I think they're still in recovery mode. Myself what included. Everybody was drinking, man. Well, oh, we weren't drinking. We were... <laughs> Let me see what else I got in here. Because sometimes I do go in here and I miss some questions. Question, question to the Emo Bronco. On top of how awesomely creative and beneficial to the community, what attracted you to the Emo Brown podcast? Okay, we already addressed that one. Yeah, we're good. Look at that, guys. Yeah. Anything you'd like to get off of your chest? Anything you'd like to address? Um, for me, it's um, if you're not following Maguito already, I encourage you to do so. Um, a lot of the artists that are part of the label, um, we're working on a lot of projects with them. Um, so we do encourage you to do that. If you're listening to the show, I'm sure you're already following Emo Brown. You're already following El Champs. You're already following Caesar. Please don't uh, follow me. <laughs> Please don't follow me. Uh, follow me at your own risk. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> you want to see pictures of my kids and me eating pizza and drinking a lot of bucanas? By all means, follow me. But aside from that, I got nothing to offer. <laughs> but, we, but we have a lot of exciting things that are taking place. And, and like I mentioned earlier, we have uh, Mas Alto Volume 4. That's going to be coming out in, in late February. We are looking for more artists to be part of the compilation. Again. I got you, bro. I got 100 you. 100% of the proceeds are going to go to charity. And what charity is it going to go to? The Emo Brown Foundation. Boom. Oh, no, wait, wait, you got to say it again. The Emo Brown Foundation. Oh, shit. Oh, say it again. Say it again. <laughs> now that is awesome, man. That is awesome. Seriously. Am I a lame because I don't collect records? I have three records at home. One is the Minor Threat one I've never opened. Another one is- Is that the one I gave you? Uh, no, Glasses gave me it. Did you give me a minor threat one? Mm -hmm. No, you gave me the, the little one, the 45. Oh, well, yeah, then yeah, the, uh, that's another one. That's true. <laughs> I have some Millen Cullen, like rare releases from Sweden when they were on, uh, what was the record label? Bro, it's, it's uh, Burning Heart. Bur Burning no, Heart before Burning Heart. What was the other one? The Epitaph. Everyone Epitaph. Right? Before Epitaph and, and Burning Heart. I know they released that first one. Fuck. I'll remember later. It's a dangerous habit to have, so don't be yeah. careful what you ask. Do I need? Do I need to start a collection? Don't do it, man. It's, no, it's, it's a, expensive. It's a it's a really? Man. Listen, I, I, wifey's going to be upset. I've got two crates, and, space and it's yeah. mostly stuff like 
some stuff that my grandfather left me when he passed away and then other stuff that I just happened to run into. But I know I never want to let it go further than that because I look at somebody like what you do with Luis, man. Yeah. Pinchy Luis. He's a fucking, DJ, though. Yeah, bro, but it goes beyond that. It's not even like what he DJs, bro. It's just... Watching him at his house in the zone is fucking incredible. Like just setting the mood for even just like hanging out. You're trying to talk me out of getting records right now. I, just, <laughs> I know what happens when you latch onto something, oh, man. and uh, okay. that will become a very expensive habit for if you. If you go in, you go all in, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Do you guys offer the uh, the, the wiretap uh, record club still, or is that no longer a thing? Uh, there's a few spots left. Ooh, I'm in. Yeah. yeah I think what about my Grito Industries? Uh, not yet, because we just started uh, dropping vinyl. Okay. Is that the? Is that how I say it? Yeah. Aquí Look at us, the learning industry here. But, speak. but we will have. Uh, so we have Three uh, LH, mm. Adrian Carmine, Las Calacas, uh, Maria Sanchez. So we have some vinyl that's going to be dropping Hell the yeah. first Over part of the, the year, first months. six months. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling Keep you, bro, a podcast, emo brown on vinyl. That's a thing. All right. We got to figure some shit out. Hey, you man. Can put, you can I love setting new boundaries. Vinyl, right? yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do a little Emo Brown on vinyl and see hey, what happens. Alisto. Alisto. Wolfgang Jack had his, his own vinyl. Why not you guys? Yeah. Do you really? They, they used he to does. put out. I have, I have it. I own it. They used to shit. put out uh, like comedy specials and things like that. Like, you know, like. Oh, for sure. Yeah, on I, vinyl, man. So just. I appreciate you calling me a comedian. Thank you. I hear you're signing comedians too, guys. Let's crack it. You're going to check all the boxes with me. That's cool. Caesar, on behalf of Emil Brown, we want to say thank you guys for coming down, making the trip, and, and joining us on a Metiche Monday. We had some good questions, man. We, we, had addressed, we addressed everything that needed to be addressed. Thank you very much. Thank we'll you. see you guys soon. Nos amo. Mm-hmm.